Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Glory be to the Lamb of God who is and was and evermore shall be. This morning, God, we thank you for having brought us this far. Thank you for sparing our lives. Thank you for taking us through this season of fear and depredation that has come upon the whole earth. We have this confidence that a thousand may fall at our side, ten thousand at our right hand. It will not come near us. You are still in control, Jesus. And whether we live or die, we live or die for you. Thank you for this opportunity to share your word with the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Friend, it is by the message of Christ that we are not consumed. And I trust and believe that no matter what happens, grace will keep us. In my previous presentation, I spoke extensively about Jesus' parable of the rich fool as captured in the book of Luke chapter 12, the verses 13 to 21. Today, I'm continuing from where I left off last week to lay further emphasis on the biblical truth that heaven is our ultimate goal. Heaven is our ultimate goal. God has not brought us onto this earth to come and acquire wealth and polarity and die and then does it. God has brought us here with a divine agenda and we live life according to the purposes of God. Jesus did not come to work magic. If you study the scripture carefully, you realize that anytime people have gone to put pressure on Jesus to work a miracle just to prove his worth, he refused to do so. I can take you to Luke chapter 4. Luke chapter 4 where the devil took him up a high mountain and wanted him to do miracles to satisfy his selfish needs or his unmet need. Jesus flatly refused to succumb to it. And then in John chapter 6, when the people came back after he had done the initial miracle of feeding the 5,000 with loaves of bread and fish, and they came back and wanted him to repeat the performance, Jesus said, I am not going to do it. You did not understand the purpose for the miracle. So Jesus did not come to work to work magic. Everything he did was well tailored to bring us to a saving knowledge of himself and of the Father. Hallelujah. He came to introduce a new kingdom. Jesus came to introduce a life that is higher and greater and better than anything that we have ever experienced or can ever experience on earth and it would be a disservice to the supreme sacrifice that he made to narrow everything down to bread and butter it is not about bread and butter matthew chapter 3 verse 20 john the baptist who led the way or prepared the way for jesus proclaimed a simple message repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand repent ye for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Jesus spoke to us about the kingdom. He spoke to us about the kingdom. And he laid emphasis on the fact that the kingdom 
is higher than the life that we live on this earth. Even though we experience the kingdom on this earth, he says to us in John 14 that he's going to prepare a place for us because this is not the end of our lives or this is not supposed to be where we experience the ultimate of God. So what we should be doing is to live lives that will make others praise God. Bottom line. In Matthew 5, 16, Jesus said, In the same way, let your light shine before men, that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Let your light so shine before men that they will react. They will react. By what they see, they will react. So our assignment is deep. It's God-centered. It's not self-centered. Very important. Very important. We are here to reflect the goodness of God. That's why we are on earth. We are here. He says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and that will provoke them to praise your Father in heaven. And that's what God is more concerned about. Hallelujah. So note this, that we are here essentially to reflect God so that those who do not know him will praise God because they see him in us. Beloved, listen to me very well. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, your goal in life should never be centered on mere acquisition of wealth and popularity. They are not wrong in themselves, but they are not to be the sole reason why you live or the primary reason. They are not to be the primary reason why you live. Let me tell you this. With all due respect to all the people that God has blessed with extreme wealth, any fool, any fool can acquire wealth and popularity. Bible says in Psalm 14 verse 1, the first part, that the fool says in his heart, there is no God. The fool, he says in his heart, there is no God. And how many times have we not heard people, very popular people who are of substance, open their mouths and, and, and just berate God. I mean, say mean things about God. Some of them even go to the extent of demeaning the body of Christ. They speak against the church. They speak against the holy things of Christ. Why? Because the people, you and I, who are supposed to reflect the glory of God and so that it will provoke them to praise God, we have rather become objects of shame and embarrassment. So they look at us. There's nothing they have to respond to. And so in spite of their wealth, they speak against God. I'm not saying all wealthy people do that. I'm trying to drive a point that any fool can make money. Any fool can make money. Can, any fool can become popular. I mean, there are, there are criminals who are popular just because they are criminals. Nobody would have known them but for the sake that they did something untoward and that gained them popularity. So we want to nail down the devil's lie and expose anything that he tried to use to hoonwick believers into thinking that life is about wealth and popularity. It is not. It is not. Now, let me share with you a very handy example from the Bible. In 1 Samuel chapter 25, 1 Samuel chapter 25, the verses 1 to 38. There is a story of this rich man called Nabal. Now, David had sent messengers to Nabal to ask him to help with food and supplies that he needed to keep his followers and himself alive. Now, according to the story, 
and according to what David said, that they had spent some time trying to protect this man and his property. He was really rich, according to the scriptures. He was not even aware that David and his men, fighting men, um, sometimes had to ward off invaders who had planned to loot his uh, property. Now, when David sent to tell this rich man that he needed help, the Bible says he sent to tell David that he did not have time for people like him who were vagabonds and used all kinds of mean words against David. And David was so upset and he was on his way to kill this man and his entire family. Fortunately, fortunately, the man's wife heard about what the husband had done. I mean, the message the husband had sent to David. And so she took some supplies and uh, set off on the way to go to David and just pleaded on behalf of the family. Now, when this woman met David, in verse 25 of First Samuel 25, this is what he said about the husband. He said to David, May my Lord pay no attention to that wicked man. He was talking about his rich husband. He said, May my Lord, speaking about David, pay no attention to that wicked man, Naba. He just like his name. His name is fool. And fully go before him. His name is fool. He was a fool, all right, but he had money. So forgive me, friend, there is nothing wrong with pursuing wealth and popularity. But what I'm saying is that there is everything wrong in suggesting that God's ultimate for us, his reason for putting us on earth, is just to come and pursue wealth and popularity and die and go. And to the extent that we will suggest that heaven shouldn't be our priority. Uh, it's a lie from the pit of hell. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Now, I found something interesting. You know, the Bible described Peter's death, the way he died, as bringing glory to God. I found this very interesting. So, if we look at Peter, the question is, did he die a rich man or what? Bible history, history tells us that Peter did not die a rich man. In fact, he died one of the most embarrassing, tortuous, shameful deaths one can think of relative to his time and season. Peter was crucified upside down. So if the, if the presentation we are trying to churn out there is that we are put here to make wealth and to be popular. Peter at that time he died was not popular. Peter at the time he died was not a rich man. Peter did not die what we would consider a respectful, honorable, state-honored death where he was given a state barrier. Peter was crucified and at his request, he was crucified upside down. He died a gruesome death. But this is what John wrote in John chapter 21, the verse 19. When Jesus has spoken about Peter and he had told Peter in verse 18 that, look, when you are whole, this is the way you are going to die. John went on to write in verse 19 of John 21. Jesus said this to indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. I want to read again. Jesus said this, referring to verse 18, where Jesus said when, when Peter is hooded, he will be blind, he will be led to where he, he wouldn't know or where he, 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 he wouldn't even want to go. John then goes into verse 19 and tells us that what Jesus said indicate the kind of death by which Peter would glorify God. So in that death, that, that gruesome death, that death that many of us may not be able to stand, Peter glorified God. 
So it is not a matter of the money we make, the our popularity that glorifies God. It is a matter of the life we live and the legacy we leave behind. For those who care to know, now, today Peter is as popular as Jesus. There's no way you can be a student of the Bible or the life of Jesus Christ and ignore Peter. Peter is more popular in death than in life. And that has been the lot of many who have walked the path of the gospel and of Christ. Hallelujah. So, one of the reasons I'm passionate about this life that we are put on this earth to acquire wealth and uh, be popular and then die and go and that we should not be concerned about heaven is that this lie opens the door for our young people to walk in deception and when they are caught in this cobweb they, they begin to believe that life is about acquiring wealth and popularity they are open to doing anything and everything to get it and it will be very easy for anybody whose ideology is that life is about acquiring wealth and popularity. Bottom line, box. There is no other purpose for living. Anybody living that illusion will do anything, including shedding blood, to get the wealth and the popularity for which he was supposedly put on this earth. Now, going forward, there are higher goals in life than wealth and popularity. And I want to share some of those higher goals with you. Let me explain again that this is not a presentation that is anti-wealth or popularity. If that is what you want and that is your primary focus, I'm just trying to help you to know that God blesses the God of the Bible. is a God of prosperity and all that. But prosperity must be properly defined. For what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Your treasure is your soul. It's linked to your soul. So, John writing in his letter, he said, Beloved, I wish above all things that you prosper as your soul prospers. So, your prosperity must take its root or source or must be conditional. Your material prosperity must be conditional on your soulish prosperity. You can't get it and spend it here and go to hell. It's a wasted life. You are listening to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to the Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continued. So, as I said, there are higher goals in life than wealth and prosperity. I want to share some of those higher goals with you. In Psalm 37 verse 16, it speaks about a little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. A little that a righteous man has is better than the riches of many wicked. So you may not have what they as much as they have, but some of what they have, they got it through foul means, some through occultic practices, some through stealing, some through corruption of all kinds. So be happy with the little that you have. The little that you have that you did not steal, 
the little that you have that you did not kill anybody the little that you have that you did not use any any foul means to get it the bible says a little that the righteous man has is better than the riches of the wicked hear me out the second thing i want to share with you talking about higher goals than wealth and popularity is that wealth without wisdom is dangerous to your spiritual health i'm telling you wealth when you have wealth and you don't have wisdom like the rich fool that jesus spoke about in luke chapter 12. proverbs 8 11 english standard version for wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare to it so you may desire popularity you may desire all the all that you you desire cannot compare with wisdom hallelujah that's what the bible says paul writing to the church said for we have the mind of christ because christ is the wisdom of god so if christ is the wisdom of god and we have the mind of christ we have the wisdom of god and all things will work together for our good hallelujah to the lamb of god proverbs chapter 8 11 for wisdom is better than jewels and all that you may desire cannot compare to it verses 18 and 19 wisdom is speaking now riches and honor are with me that is wisdom enduring wealth enduring wealth so there, there are there are different types of wealth there is enduring wealth the kind of wealth that does not end yet you are rich here and you are rich towards god jesus said the rich fool god said to you fool tonight i will take your soul from you because you are rich in material things but you are not rich towards god but god wants us to be rich towards him hallelujah so verses 18 19 verse 8 riches and honor are with me that is wisdom enduring wealth and righteousness my fruit is better than gold even fine gold and my yield than choice silver praise the name of the lord praise the name of the lord the third thing higher life than mere wealth and uh, popularity third thing i want you to note that wealth without the fear of god is a recipe for disaster wealth when you have know somebody or see somebody who has wealth material wealth is popular but he has no fear of god my goodness it's another wasted life proverbs chapter 15 16 english standard version better is a little with the fear of the lord than great treasure and trouble with it better to have a little and have the fear of god than great treasure packaged with trouble that's what the book of proverbs is saying here in proverbs 15 16. so don't let anybody look down on you or talk you down just simply because he has more money than you is uh, more popular than you you see you can be popular with men but very very unpopular with god otherwise jesus would not have said that when he comes again on judgment day people will say in your name we cast out demon popularity in your names we heal the sick popularity in your name we did and jesus said but i will say to them i don't know you get away from me disaster and we don't want to get there let me give you another higher way of living than mere wealth and popularity it is when you are in an atmosphere of love because wealth without love is woe. It's woe. Terrible. Proverbs 15, 17. NIV. New International Version. Better a meal of vegetables where there is love than a fattened calf with hatred. Mm. Mm. 
better a meal of vegetables where there is love. Only vegetables. You don't even have meat in your soup. But it's better that way than a fattened calf with hatred. If you, if you want to marry someone, for instance, you want to have a relationship check. What is the basis for wanting to marry the person? I'm telling you what. If it's because of the money you see, the car you see, the wealth you see, you are building on quicksand. It is better to marry on the basis of love than on the condition of material things. Because those things can fade away and you will be in trouble. Let me give you another example of how to live a higher life than a life that's based on material wealth and popularity. When you are humble with the little that you have, in fact, humility with little is better than wealth with pride and arrogance. Do you, do, do you hear me? Humility with little, with the little that you have, is better than wealth with pride and arrogance. We are still in the book of Proverbs, chapter 16, verse 19. This is what the King James Version says. It is better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly, that's the poor, than divide the spoil with the proud. You hear that? It is better to be of a humble spirit with the lowly, that's the poor, than to divide the spoil with the proud, with the rich, who are proud because of their riches. And you love to be in their company just because they are rich. The word of God is saying you've taken a wrong decision. Let your mindset be on what God wants for you. Not for the sake of becoming popular with men or for the sake of getting material wealth or advantage. It's very important. Number six, the seek higher life principle is that it is better to have a little with peace of mind than wealth with constant strife. If I have to make a choice every day between wealth and peace of mind, I go for peace of mind. Because when you have peace of mind, you are less stressful. That means there's absence of stress. That means you are a better candidate for withstanding pressure and any kind of sickness. Because when the mind is at peace, you are prosperous than anyone who has all the riches in the world and cannot even sleep. So let the Bible speak. Proverbs 17, verse 1, the New International Version. Better a dry crust, that is, better a dry bread, that's all he's saying, with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. It is better for to, to live on one dry bread and go to sleep and sleep soundly. Peace. Than to be in a house where every day there's slaughtering of sheep and I mean, food is in abundance. You even have something to throw away. And yet, every second there's a fight. There is crisis. I opt for peace. And I challenge you. Live a life that will be centered on pure spiritual things that come from the Holy Spirit contentment and peace. God is your supply and he will never fail you. Live a higher level of life and don't fall for the lie that God has put you on this earth just to come and make money and um, be popular and die and go to hell. You buy that stuff. There is a higher life. There is a better life beyond the now. I'm saying to Christians under the sound of my voice, especially my young children, brothers and sisters, be careful. The days are evil. Don't buy anything that's just come out because somebody says he's a man of God and he says that is why you must study the Bible. Study the scriptures. Paul wrote to Timothy, his young protege, and he said to him, study to show yourself approved unto God. 
don't just read study compare scripture to scripture because if you don't do that somebody can pick one scripture and i tell you knock you off with a doctrine made in hell but when you compare scripture to scripture you find sound theological foundation to stand on and nobody can move you from what god has purposed for your life hallelujah to the ancient of days so let me read now proverbs 17 verse 1 Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. I'll give you one more of the basis of the life that is higher than acquiring mere material wealth and prosperity. It is a life of integrity. When you have integrity, it doesn't matter what you, you don't have. When you have integrity, with little is better than the riches of unrighteousness. Proverbs 19.1, English Standard Version. Proverbs 19.1 Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. Not my word, the word of God. Proverbs 19.1 Better is a poor person who walks in his integrity than one who is crooked in speech and is a fool. So, if you connect this to Luke chapter 12, our foundational scripture, you find that God is saying the same thing. Rich fool, no integrity, no love for God, no relationship with God, has no mindset about the life beyond this life. All you live for is for now. You have no mind of heaven. You don't care about heaven. I tell you what, God has sent me, and I know my assignment, to depopulate hell and to populate heaven. Your soul is so precious to God because God created that soul. You know, when you buy something, you place more value on it than the one who didn't buy it. So, for instance, you can buy something and it's so precious to you, you gift it to someone and later find the person using it in a way that breaks your heart. You know the difference? It breaks your heart because you know what it costs you to buy that thing. The person who maybe misusing what you gave him as a gift and expected the person to treasure, the person doesn't even treasure it. The person is taking that route because it didn't cost him anything. All it cost him was to receive. So it, it doesn't place as much value on what you gave him as you would have or you value it. And that is the, the difference between God and the devil. When the devil is messing up with us, it's because... He doesn't have anything to lose. When the devil tells us that there is no heaven, he doesn't have anything to lose because he's going to get friends in hell. But when we go to hell and miss out on heaven because we do not receive Jesus as Lord and personal Savior, God loses. The blood that was shared, the pain, the sacrifice, God loses everything because the reason for going through all that suffering is to redeem us. Jesus died that he might have us, that he must, he might take us away from hell. Don't build your life on the lie that heaven does not matter and all that matters is wealth and popularity. It is a lie from the pit of hell. I'm nailing it down hard and rough. God loves you. And that's why God is calling you to come out and live a higher life than that limited life. Of focusing your mind, your will, your everything on material wealth. May the Lord bless you and keep you and protect you in these perilous times. 
May grace abound and peace be to you. I'm your friend Pastor Hansen Metal saying bye for now and God bless you. Bye. Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 244 239024 Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your